0: Good morning. The House committee investigating the January 6th insurrection at the United States Capitol votes unanimously to refer criminal charges against former President Donald J. Trump. But will the Department of Justice act? This is a news brief. I'm Paul DiRienzo. After one of the most exhaustive and aggressive congressional probes in memory, the House January 6th Committee urged the Justice Department on Monday to bring criminal charges against Donald Trump for the violent 2021 Capitol insurrection. At a final meeting Monday, the committee alleged violations of four criminal statutes by Trump in both the run-up to the riot and during the insurrection itself, as it recommended the former president for prosecution to the Justice Department. Committee member, Representative Jamie Raskin of Maryland.
1: We believe that the evidence described by my colleagues today and assembled throughout our hearings warrants a criminal referral of former President Donald J. Trump, John Eastman, and others for violations of this statute. The whole purpose and obvious effect of Trump's scheme were to obstruct, influence and impede this official proceeding, the central moment for the lawful transfer of power in the United States. Second, we believe that there is more than sufficient evidence to refer former President Donald J. Trump, John Eastman and others for violating Title 18, Section 371. This statute makes it a crime to conspire to defraud the United States. Former President Trump did not engage in a plan to defraud the United States acting alone. He entered into agreements, formal and informal, with several other individuals who assisted him with his criminal objectives. The subcommittee does not attempt to determine all of the potential participants in this conspiracy as our understanding of the role of many individuals may be incomplete even today because they refuse to answer our questions. We make a referral based on Title 18, Section 1001, which makes it unlawful to knowingly and willfully make materially false statements to the federal government. The evidence clearly suggests that President Trump conspired with others to submit slates of fake electors to Congress and the National Archives. We believe that this evidence we set forth in our report is more than sufficient. For a criminal referral of former President Donald J. Trump and others in connection with this offense. The fourth and final statute we invoke for referral is Title 18, Section 2383. The statute applies to anyone who incites, assists, or engages in insurrection against the United States of America and anyone who gives aid or comfort to an insurrection. An insurrection is a rebellion against the authority of the United States. It is a grave federal offense, anchored in the Constitution itself, which repeatedly opposes insurrections and domestic violence, and indeed uses participation in insurrection by officeholders as automatic grounds for disqualification from ever holding public office, again, at the federal or state level. We understand the gravity of each and every referral we are making today just as we understand the magnitude of the crime against democracy that we describe in our report. But we have gone where the facts and the law lead us, and inescapably, they lead us here. Accordingly, Mr. Chairman, in light of these facts, I ask unanimous consent that the chairman be directed to transmit to the United States Department of Justice relevant select committee records in furtherance of these criminal referrals. Without objection, so audit. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I now yield back.
0: The committee also voted to refer conservative lawyer John Eastman, who devised dubious legal maneuvers aimed at keeping Trump in power, for prosecution on two of the same statutes as Trump, conspiracy to defraud the United States, and obstructing an official proceeding. As final evidence, the committee presented a 10-minute video of highlights from the investigation. Some of the footage was new. With evidence, the committee says proves the president knew he was attempting a forceful seizure of power. Here's some excerpts from that video.
1: There were officers on the ground. They were bleeding. They were throwing up. I mean I saw friends with blood all over their faces, I was slipping in people's blood.
2: Did uh, one of them uh, make a comment that uh, they didn't have evidence but they had a lot of theories? That was Mr. Giuliani and I'm going to put my
1: state through that without sufficient proof. It's a tape earlier in the day of Ruby Freeman and Shay Freeman-Morris and one other gentleman quite obviously, surreptitiously passing around USB ports as if they're vials of heroin or cocaine.
2: In one of the videos we just watched, Mr. Giuliani accused you and your mother of passing some sort of USB drive to each other. Uh, What was your mom actually handing you on that video? A ginger mint.
0: Do you know how it feels to have The President of the United States to target you? The President of the United States is supposed to represent every American, not to target one. I made it clear I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff, which I told the President was bullshit.
2: Was it your impression that the Vice President had directly conveyed his position on these issues to the President, not just to the world through a Dear Colleague letter, but directly to President Trump? Many times. You're saying that you believe the Vice President acting as President of the Senate can be the sole decision maker as to, under your theory, who becomes the next President of the United States? And you said yes. I said, are you out of your effing mind? There's a telephone conversation between the president and the vice president, is that correct? Yes. The conversation was was pretty heated. I apologize for being impolite, but do you remember what she said?
1: Her father called him. The P word? Bring it
2: up! Bring it up! It was clear that it was escalating and escalating quickly. Hey, hey, so then when
0: got
3: derogatory information from OSIM suggesting that uh, some very very violent individuals uh, were organizing uh, to come to D.C.
2: As Mr. Giuliani and I were walking to his vehicles that evening he looked at me and said something to the effect of "Cast, are you excited for the 6th? It's going to be a great day. I remember looking at him and saying, Rudy, could you explain what's what's happening on the 6th? Uh, he, he had responded something to the effect of We're going to the Capitol. It's going to be great. The president's going to be there. He's going to look powerful. We were invited by the president of the United States. He personally asked for us to come to D.C. that day. And I thought for everything he's done for us, if this is the only thing he's going to ask of me, I'll do it. I said, good, John. Now I'm going to give you the best free legal advice you're ever getting in your life. Get a great F in criminal defense lawyer, you're gonna need it.
3: You another officer unconscious.
0: What uh, uh, I don't want to say the election's over. I just want to say Congress has certified the results without saying the election's over. Okay. Afterwards, Representative Adam Schiff of California, member of the committee, who also chairs the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, spoke with reporters. He says Trump broke numerous laws and mounted an assault on the rule of law. More broadly on the issue of our
2: criminal referrals, Merrick Garland announced at the beginning of the Department of Justice investigation into the events of January 6th, uh, that he would follow the evidence wherever it leads, that there was one standard, one rule of law that would apply equally to everyone. Um, that is our sense of the law as well, that is our sense of justice as well. Uh, we believe, as we indicated in our criminal referral, that Donald J. Trump, um, that there was evidence that he violated multiple criminal laws. Uh, If the Justice Department uh, concurs with that assessment and with the evidence, then he should be prosecuted like any other American. Uh, No one should get a pass. And I think the day we start giving passes to presidents or former presidents or people of power or influence is the day we can say that this was the, the beginning of the end of our democracy. While a criminal referral from Congress doesn't carry legal weight, the department's not obligated to follow our recommendations, We hope that the evidence we presented and the way we've identified how it meshes with the elements of these defenses
0: will be taken very seriously by the Department of Justice. Representative Adam Schiff. The panel dissolves on January 3rd with the new Republican-led House, conducting more than a thousand interviews, holding 10 well-watched public hearings, and collecting more than a million documents since it launched in July 2021. Meanwhile, Trump's campaign hasn't immediately responded, but the former president slammed members of the committee Sunday as thugs and scoundrels as he continued to falsely dispute his 2020 loss. Retired judge and professor of constitutional law, Bill Blum, tells the news the House action is largely symbolic, and the final decision to bring criminal charges against the former president lies with Attorney General Merrick Garland, but he says Trump may be charged with a set of more mundane crimes and not his role in instigating the January 6th assault.
3: The House Select Committee has made a criminal referral of Donald Trump to the Department of Justice for uh, four crimes. The most uh, important is incitement of insurrection, but there are also uh, other serious felonies, uh, obstruction of uh, the uh, proceeding to certify the Electoral College victory of um, Joe Biden, conspiracy to defraud the United States, and conspiracy to make false statements, which relates to his efforts to manipulate witnesses into withholding testimony or to giving false testimony. This is very important historically because it it marks the first time a congressional committee has asked the Department of Justice to investigate a former president for the Commission of uh, Crimes. So historically, a very important event. Practically speaking, it's very unclear what effect this will have, the Justice Department, of course, does not have to act upon any referral. The Justice Department will make its own determination. It is conducting its own investigations. There is now a special counsel who has been appointed. And so we don't uh, expect any direct um, effects from this. The Select Committee, however, will be forwarding to the Justice Department a report together with evidence, which will be useful for the Justice Department. So the bottom line is this is an historic event. There will be a report that's issued to the public. I think the Select Committee has done a very good job of um, exploring the, the facts leading up to and including the January 6th insurrection. But um, Donald Trump, as of yet, has escaped the criminal uh, net. Uh, So stay tuned and we'll see if Trump is yet to be indicted.
0: So what do you think? Do you think the Department of Justice is going to indict him?
3: I think that uh, if I had to bet on it, I would say, yes, there will be an indictment, but I'm not sure that it will be for inciting an insurrection. I think that the Mar-a-Lago documents case is an easier case to prove, and Trump has done everything he can to encourage the department to prosecute him for that case, because his actions appear to be willful and also in uh, obstruction of uh, the investigation now. Will they also indict him for obstructing the January 6th proceeding? They may very well do that. I think, as I said, if I were to bet, I would say, uh, I'd lay a bet on uh, the uh, prospects for an indictment. Exactly what that indictment will be for uh, remains to be seen, of course, and it may not be for many months, but I think there will be one or more.
0: Al Capone, right? Getting him for tax evasion, even though he was a gangster.
3: That's right. (laughs) It's easier to do it. Trump's Al Capone moment.
0: (laughs) And uh, I guess just the last thing, what does this say about America, the United States of America, the Constitution? You're a judge. What kind of case would this have been if he wasn't the president of the United States and you were sitting as a judge?
3: be a slam dunk case if the, the mar-a-lago situation what,
0: what kind beginning. of characters would these people be to you if you were as a judge where they just came it was a c- private private company or something they were looting and you found out about it
3: they'd be low-level cartoonish criminals
0: oh, no the ones who fill up the jails of america
3: that's right <laughs> and, What does it say about the status of our democracy i think we're in trouble
0: Constitutional law professor Bill Blum, his most recent article at Truthdig is titled Robert Bork's Revenge, How the Supreme Court Was Remade in the Image of the Original Originalist. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy of California, a Trump ally, decided not to participate after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi rejected some of his appointments. McCarthy was one of four House Republicans who ignored congressional subpoenas from the panel and were referred to the House Ethics Committee on Monday for their noncompliance. The committee also referred Representatives Jim Jordan of Ohio, Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, and Andy Biggs of Arizona, all of whom were in touch with Trump or the White House in the weeks leading up to the attack. And this has been Breaking News for Tuesday morning, December 20th, 2022. The news break was produced by this reporter. You can hear more of the news at pauldirienzo.com. From New York City, I'm Paul Dirienzo.
1: Thanks for listening.